0: guys welcome to the reclaiming hope podcast episode two we are talking about our stories so bear with us um (laughs) we're nervous and that's just part of it Mm -hmm. so we're gonna uh, attempt to talk about how we know each other how our paths crossed and then uh haley will go first and talk about her story because she came first with her stuff and then we'll get into mine so
1: yeah so yeah. obviously we know how we know each other correct but some people don't so kelsey was actually my boss ha- half boss <laughs> half boss what manager supervisor what was supervisor? supervisor supervisor yeah um so we're both rec therapists and i had a job and you still work there and um so she was my supervisor at the time um since then now though we do a ton of stuff together I no longer work there so (laughs) when I had to quit I had to you know
0: (laughs) I mean we were always kind of like I I was like oh I could be friends with her but you also have to have like a certain level of
1: Yeah, um, we would hang out boundaries. at, like, work things together. We're getting everyone together. Mm-hmm. We're very similar, very, like, athletic, both rec therapists. We do a lot of the same activities. Um, but again, yeah, she was my boss, so I had to, like, you know. There was boundaries there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, luckily, Sh- I quit, sure. right? No. <laughs> um, that, so, that's where we met originally. Yep. And then since then, though, um, you were always involved in Special Olympics, Sports, like yep, for the county. Yep. Um, Always
0: so. recruiting for that.
1: Always recruiting, and I'm a sucker. So <laughs> I now coach Can't say basketball no. and track. So we do that together. Um, obviously, we'll get into this, but then we started going to Hope Mommies, which is a ministry for ladies who have had miscarriages and losses. We started going to them together. And by default, some days it was like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. We seeing were each other
0: like three or four times other. a week.
1: Yeah. Driving together. Yeah. Um, And then kind of just in those conversations and car rides, having more discussion about our loss and our pain and what we're going through. Um, And she was kind of like the only person I had to talk through all this stuff for the last two years. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how we know each other, how we met. Um, But like Kelsey said, I had my miscarriage first. So we thought it would make sense that I share. And then kind of how we, we overlap so much that, We just had to put this together, like, in one conversation because the layers are just kind of interwoven so much, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, in um – september of 2021 i had found out that i was pregnant for the first time um dom and i actually dom's my husband Um uh, dom and i <laughs> uh dom and i had been trying for a long time actually to get pregnant and um it wasn't happening and there was some frustration there and then there was an opportunity for us to potentially get different jobs and do full-time ministry and so we felt very strongly that we maybe should quit our jobs anyway separately and do this and that our time, it was not our time to be parents. And we kind of had to come to peace with that. And then immediately following the next month, we found out we were pregnant. Um, so we didn't end up quitting our jobs initially. And we kind of declined that ministry role. And we were very excited to become parents. Um. So that was September of 2021, and then, you know, you go on to tell your family and Mm -hmm. buy some t-shirts for the nephews, you know, my nephew, and share with everybody, you know, immediate family, and we were excited to do that, and then my first ultrasound was coming up, my nine-week ultrasound, and I did not have anyone with me, Um, so kind of COVID precautions, and Things like that just kind of funky in twenty twenty one. And so I went by myself. There'd be no there was no indication that anything was wrong. I was morning sickness yep. and getting, you know, nauseous, exhausted. All the, preg- all the pregnancy. All of the fun things, yep. hormones, um, all very much present. So there was no indication that there was going to be any other news other than here's your ultrasound pick, you know. All the, all the things that you expect yeah. to go into, and you say expect. It was my first pregnancy, so I don't even know what to expect. It's basically like you're just excited. That's all other people say. Oh, I that's all there is this. is excitement. You know. Yes. So of course, there's always that fear. Like you know, people know of miscarriages. They just know that blanket term miscarriage. So there's always that fear, and like you go in and you're nervous. You ask people to pray for you. Oh, I have my appointment, and you're nervous. But um, so I went by myself and the tech i don't know what they're called ultrasound ultrasound yeah i think so sorry guys (laughs) Um, ultrasound tech was taking pictures like like normal like so if anyone's have had any ultrasounds they're moving and then they do a still shot you know click some buttons picture and they can did you do
0: sorry did you do the stomach one or did Uh, you do the okay both i see okay
1: so for the other one it's inside it's a vaginal ultrasound so they go in but still taking the pictures like moving things. right and then they did a yeah. topical one um and taking pictures so in my point of view after 10 minutes of silence and taking snapshots Clicking. yeah um it seemed like everything would be okay you know you'd think i don't know how other people would have
0: well, and you don't know what you're looking at. Like, if you're doing that for the first time, you don't know what you're looking it's at. It's a
1: bunch of gray squiggle lines. Yeah, with
0: unless white. they're telling you, like, what's what's what.
1: Yeah. You don't and really know what you're looking silent. at. She was silent. But yeah. to me, no news was good, good news, news because she didn't say,
0: she's, oh, my gosh, I don't see anything. There's
1: nothing here. Oh, yeah. this is the issue. I don't hear a harpy. I didn't I didn't even know if you should hear a harpy. I got nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she was kind of quiet, actually, the whole time. And then afterwards, she was like, so what we have here, and started explaining all of the pictures, and she was like, what we have here is, here's the gestational sac, here's the placenta, here are all the things, but what I'm not seeing is the embryo. So like, theoretically, for those of you who've never done it like me, there's this sac, and what they should have seen is something like, just moving around, in there um which would be the baby and there was no there was no baby so you can see all this stuff and so she even used the term she was like what i think this is right now is a pregnancy that was started that will not be completed that's how she phrased it and she said sorry she touched my leg and other than that she left the room and said my doctor would come chat with me Mm. And so I'm left in the room by myself with this whiplash of like, what is going, going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how long it really was. I'm not even going to pretend to guess, but it felt very long. And then my doctor came in and I remember being slightly frustrated and confused because my doctor walked in and was like, so, and immediately started talking about my pregnancy in like a like a present tense, mm-hmm. which from my nurse it just sounded like there was no baby. Was the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I even said, and again, probably sassy, because I'm just like full. Of, you have the pregnancy hormones. <laughs> Let it be known. Uh, they hate this. After there, all the process. I said, Did yeah. you even talk to your nurse? Like your nurse just told me that there is no baby. That this isn't going to go well. That I'm having a miscarriage. And she said, Well, yes, I'm not hopeful. Is that ironic? Well, yeah. We're talking about reclaiming hope. Yep. And it, and I'm not making that up. Her her verbiage and you hear it is i'm not hopeful in your pregnancy moving forward but there is a chance that you're not far along as far along as you thought Mm -hmm. um there's a chance this this and this right so they leave you with about this much hope they don't say you're having a miscarriage they say we're gonna get some blood work um you're gonna come back tomorrow or two days from now and get some blood work we'll see how your levels are doing Will follow up with you so you leave and you're still like well i might have a miscarriage but i might not and everything might be okay and again i'm alone yeah <laughs> so yeah. um go home and two days later go back for follow-up um for blood work and that was a friday and i remember thinking oh my gosh i better get the results before the weekend because yeah. i don't think i can like muscle through this weekend of knowing being
0: on the bubble with because everything.
1: i i again like if you have been pregnant whether it's for a day or like 40 weeks all of a sudden you are aware of what you're drinking what you're doing how you're saying how you're sitting like everything about you is like you're aware of this and it's like exhausting but to be aware of that you might be losing that baby or it's just And then anxiety
0: terrible mind game
1: yes yes so i remember being like will this come back by the end of the day and um i went first thing in the morning and then i went and i was still working at bst so i went to work and my phone started ringing and i remember being like i really want to answer this but i also don't don't want the answer you know um so i let it go to voicemail because i was actually with a client and then i listen to it back, and I ended up calling them just so they knew, but um, I probably have the voicemail still of your levels are, are dropping, your pregnancy levels are dropping, and it should be doubling every single day, um, which is consistent with what we would see with a miscarriage, and the advice and like all I was left with was, so you're gonna miscarry, um, you'll come in next Wednesday, so this is Friday, We're going to set you an appointment next Wednesday Mm -hmm. to talk about your options. They glossed over it in the initial ultrasound. But like I said, it was the whiplash of there's no baby. We don't see a baby. You might be okay, but you have to consider these options. You still have like Like, that tiny little bit of hope that everything's still okay. So do I need to think about my options or do I need to go home and think everything is fine? So Friday. But they also said Bear with us. You also should probably be aware that you should get a heating pad. You should get pads and you should have some Tylenol because there's a chance you will start naturally miscarrying before you come in on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Which I'm grateful that they told me that, but the that's all they said. So that was Friday. Sunday, I started bleeding, which again, you have that knowledge that you might start, but you don't know what that means, right? right. Girls have periods and we... Bleed, but that's what they they uh told me. So I started bleeding, and I retracted to uh, a baby, and I just wanted my mom. And um if we're being honest, like Dom was so good and great, but he was like, I don't know what to do, yeah. right? So we went home to St. Joe actually, so I could be with if anyone knows my family, all of my siblings and my mom, so I could just be around family and be upstairs and do my own thing, but um, this is Halloween weekend. And I remember being very frustrated because everyone was so happy. And then you go on social media and it was, um, actually Michigan, Michigan state game. Everything is just so fresh. Mm -hmm. And like, everyone is having a great time. Their life is great. Their team is either winning or losing. So if they're winning, they're like, this is the best day of our life. If they're losing, they're like, this is the worst day of my life. And I'm sitting at home. Like, I just remember getting, that was the first feeling of, anger that I was like yeah who this is really my life right now um so over the next few days Monday Tuesday Wednesday we stayed in St. Joe in the between all of this I have to now call my supervisor and my boss to let them know I was waiting for the ultrasound to tell them I was pregnant um and so then I had to call did you call me on Monday I don't know when i called you all i know is
0: i remember that phone call i just don't remember what day it was yeah me neither yeah
1: i had to uh i was planning on telling my boss and kelsey and i was like you can do this you can do this and i called kelsey and i just lost it and i was like you had texted
0: me beforehand that's not great yeah you said i'm probably gonna start crying I have something to tell you. And I was like, Oh, okay, she's probably quitting her job. Which
1: which I would not eh,
0: probably I mean, do. It comes it. later. Hey, I'm but <laughs> foreshadow. But that I mean that's naturally that's when when something like that happens, I'm thinking, Okay,
1: yeah. She's quitting so, her job, yeah. not
0: um, she's telling me she's having a miscarriage.
1: So I called Kelsey and I told her and I was a mess and she said, I'll tell him. I'll tell her boss. Take care of it. I was like, okay, thanks. So I was at home um, in St. Joe, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's progressively like it's getting heavier bleeding and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Um, But I had my appointment set for Wednesday. So I had to go home on Wednesday, home Elkhart, to go to my appointment. And at that rate, I didn't, I had just been bleeding. So I went into my appointment saying, well, I definitely started the process of my natural miscarriage, but... I don't know what that means like did I pass everything do I like you have no idea Mm -hmm. and I remember the doctor being like you would know you would know if you passed it I'm like but how would I know like what does that mean because I am cramping I'm hurting I'm crying I am bleeding a lot and she was like you would know um so this is now a few days super helpful (laughs) I mean she wasn't wrong (laughs) but she wasn't specific That's not yeah not helpful by the way (laughs) um and so she says. N- now we're going over the options um, with no education. Would you like a natural miscarriage, which is you're just basically your body's going into labor? Um, I think this is this is the hard part. People will just want to gloss over like, "Hey, you were pregnant and now you're not." That's what a miscarriage is, but they don't know the in between whether it's a day or a week or two months. Yeah, that what that means is your baby has to come out somehow mm-hmm. your body is aware that you're like it isn't a viable pregnancy There's something along the chain to not go well and your body's smart enough to know that this if this sits in here it would be worse mm-hmm. so here are your options natural miscarriage wait for it to happen and I asked I remember asking the timeline she's like don't know one week two weeks three weeks and I'm like well I'm already in a week you know like yeah. This is miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, next option is the pill. I don't even know what it's called, but the, it's, there's a pill that yeah, kind medication. of s- speeds up production, yeah, so to speak, um, and a DNC, which is the procedure. But in my brain, in my heart, as a mama, because I was a mama and I am a mm-hmm. mama, absolutely, I uh, couldn't. I couldn't do anything initially that wasn't natural because I needed to know that it was supposed to happen. Yeah you know Mm -hmm. and so i decided to do natural and she said okay that's fine but there's a point where your body is so drained and can't do this naturally so we can try it natural but once we get to this point we're gonna have to intervene somehow so i was like okay so we left and for another week i sat at home for the entire week wednesday to wednesday just in pain, bleeding, crying, and just heating pad 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Like two heating pads, actually. Mm-hmm. 360, sat with the heating pad. And um, then I, so my sister is a nurse. Hi, Gracie. <laughs> uh, she's a nurse and she came and she sat with me one of the days um, so Dom could go to work. And um, it was in that day, actually, I had had the worst cramps, like the worst, worst, because it's, Think about contractions, like it's contracting. Like I had to, so, um, and I ended up passing it that day with Gracie passing everything, which that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast on everything that goes into that. But um, that was just a draining process. And then when I went up for my follow-up ultrasound to make sure everything was good, they ended up seeing that there was residual... Um, That needed a procedure anyway. So I remember feeling very discouraged, um, going through a natural miscarriage for two and a half weeks, and then still ending up needing to put a DNC on the schedule. And then another topic that we can talk about is like the timeline and medical stuff. They put it up for another like it doesn't almost,
0: move at the pace that you wanted to, you know, like right. you've already been in this process for how long and then right. they have to schedule it out.
1: A week. So now I'm two weeks Sitting miscarriage, in yeah. one week, whatever that is, just this waiting. waiting and then a recovery because your body is exhausted and you're emotionally exhausted. No. Um, then I had that. So the entire month of November 2021, I didn't go to work. I didn't. I was literally in that process. The whole time. Um, So that's kind of, there's a lot of ins and outs after and before that. Because then you're just whiplashed with, okay, now it's December. It's Christmas time. And that's a whole whole other thing. But now it's, um, actually the first thing we had to do was Thanksgiving. That was like right after the DNC. And um, just go back to normal life. So. Normal life. Post-
0: air quotes
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so that's kind of my story um we call our angel baby baby mitchell um and i think it's probably a lot more detailed than you guys wanted to hear but that's why we're doing this podcast Yeah, that's the
0: story right that's That's, your story that's my story
1: and we're going to get into detail even more about some of those things in later podcasts um but yeah. And so here's, here's Kelsey's because this is where we overlap a bit where I, she came to my house. I remember to pick up some stuff from work, like in the beginning of all You were all turning of this.
0: in your, your, end I was of turning month. in work. Yeah. Uh, end of the month paperwork or yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. And she came and picked it up and little did I know, and this is where you can pick up. She was pregnant, but I didn't know that she, she was pregnant. I was in the middle of my miscarriage and, um, that's how close we were in our pregnancies and then eventually obviously in our losses so yeah. all right you ready yeah so
0: i actually didn't know this until or i didn't connect the dots until just now that the weekend that you were dealing with all that stuff uh you mm. had initially found out halloween weekend um is the weekend that Bennett and i found out that we were pregnant mm. so weird
1: yeah I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So, anywho, um, my husband, Bennett, and I got pregnant in October of 2021. Um, it didn't take us very long. We got pregnant pretty quickly. Um, and, yeah, we kind of took off running with, with the excitement, the emotions, and all of that stuff. Um, mm. We bought all the things. And I even downloaded TikTok. And we made a video to, uh, that's how we're going to tell our families. So (laughs) um, yeah, we did that. I bought bandanas for the dogs. We did a whole thing. It was really cute. Um, And we can get into that later of Mm -hmm. like how those moments feel taken and robbed Mm -hmm. um, of just being like, this is perfect. This is a perfect way to tell people. And then everything just stops. Anyways. Anyways um yeah so we told them over thanksgiving um i think at that point we had had the seven week ultrasound six or seven um bennett was there for the ultrasound everything looked great baby looked good um i heard the heartbeat um which was a super wild experience it was really cool and to have him there was sweet and precious so um yeah Everything was, was in order, and my next appointment was at the 10-week. So mm-hmm. from 7, everything looked good, and then to 10, um, just went in for a normal checkup. Uh, still feeling super, super pregnant, nauseous, mm-hmm. emotional, um, all of those things. So there was no indication that anything was wrong at that point. So um, Doc did the, the belly ultrasound. She couldn't see anything um, but didn't really seem concerned at that point. Um, just thought that maybe baby was on the back of the uterus hiding. And so we did a vaginal ultrasound to get a better look. Um, and yeah, uh, the, the tech was also quiet. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I didn't really think of anything at that point. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I was just being naive or I was in denial or whatever the case was. But um, looking back at it, I was like, I should have known in that moment that something was wrong. Um, So yeah, she did her stuff, left and got the doctor. Doctor came in, looked at everything um, and said there was no heartbeat. And I was by myself, which was not great. Mm. Um, And yeah, that moment was, was really surreal because you see it in the movies of that person, like everything around them is, is quiet. Like there's a buzzing noise going on. Um, and you like can see people talking, but nothing like you don't hear anything. And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was a rough moment to be alone in too. Mm -hmm. So she gave us the options, the same options of we can try this naturally, we can go the medication at home route, or we can go right into surgery, the DNC. Um, I didn't obviously really know what to do in that moment, so Mm -hmm. I just wanted out of the ultrasound room. So I, uh, yeah, got rushed to the car and called Bennett. And um, yeah, so we got home and there was a lot of crying going on and a lot of... Just disbelief and shock, honestly, because it was just like, everything's great. Like, and I'm going into my 10-week, everything's going to look great. Um, you know, you look at the the pregnancy apps of like, ooh, this is what baby's going to look Baby, like.
1: Baby's the size baby's of a blueberry. A, yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so I was like, yes, baby's going to look like this, you know. So um, we ulti- ultimately decided um, to go to the medication route. And I think that was honestly partially because I had already seen you go through mm-hmm. That whole trying to pass everything naturally, mm-hmm. um, and I was at a point where I was like, "Baby's gone." You know, at this point, baby's mm-hmm. with God. I want baby out. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's a bad feeling to know that your baby's gone and it's still there. Yeah. So we went the medication route. Um, I don't want to say I regret it, but I wasn't prepared. Adequately for what that process was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that later, but that was the lowest of lows in my life. Just, mm-hmm. it was demoralizing in every sense. Um, physically, physically it was demoralizing. So that was, it was rough. So um, I can't, I think we started the medication the day after we found out. Um, and that took about a day for the medication to kind of kick in. Um, and I bled at home for a couple of days and went back in for an ultrasound to make sure that, um, things had passed and things had passed, um, but not all the way. So my body just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So, um, we went to a DNC, uh, like eight days after we had found out. Mm-hmm. One day before Christmas Eve, I had my DNC. So that was rough. It was hard. Um, it was hard to... At first, we had decided we weren't going to do Christmas with families. We were just going to stay mm-hmm. home. Um, Because I didn't know how I was going to feel either, you know. Yeah. I just It's surgery, you know. So I didn't know how I was going to feel. Um, But we ultimately decided to do Christmas Day with both families. And I just yeah. couch surfed, you know. I just kind of laid on the couch all of all of Christmas and Mm -mm. that was that so that was my first miscarriage um in December
1: 2021
0: 2021 um we named baby Camille which means born into freedom and yeah that's what we went with so um all of 2022 then um we spent grieving and doing all of the things that we needed to do for us that we felt were beneficial and, um, tried to conceive pretty, not pretty quickly, but maybe two months after.
1: It's pretty Pretty. quickly. I mean, I had my miscarriage in October, November, and we waited through baby's due date in May. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's different for everybody. Right. So, right. And
0: I, it, by no means was it easy to be like, <laughs> all right, let's do it again. Like, Good. you know, like it I was, switch, yeah. it was a mind game from the beginning of us. Okay. We're going to try again, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was hopeful that we were going to get pregnant pretty quickly again, because we got pregnant quickly the first time mm-hmm. and that just did not happen. So, um, I think the DNC messed with me in general, just messed well, with does. my hormones. Yeah. And so everything was out of whack, but I didn't know that. I just thought like, okay, it's that's not. That's a whole
1: nother, that could be a whole nother episode. Yeah. Like it probably for, will be. Waiting for your period to come back, waiting for your cycle to come back. Normally. Yeah, That's part of it
0: too. Like your body's still does... trying to figure everything out of like, you're going from like, I'm pregnant to I'm not, I'm not pregnant. Not normalizing. Now let's. Right. So your hormones are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's going on? So that's what I thought was happening yeah. of like my body was like trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Plus, I was like, maybe we just got really lucky the first time. Mm-hmm. And this actually does take more than like two tries to get pregnant. So,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's what was going on in my mind. But. After like eight months, I was like, we've got we've to figure this out. Something's going on. Yeah. Um, so we went in, we did all kinds of tests. We did blood work, we did uterine lining tests, blah, 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 all this stuff. So we found out that my lining was thinner than normal, most likely due from the DNC. And some of my hormones were not where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't anything enough to send us to an infertility doctor at that point. It was just my doctor has been amazing from the get go, but um, she recommended, let's just try some of the hormonal medications through you ovulating and all of that and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. Um, And we got pregnant on the first try of the medications. So we knew it was that, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we got pregnant with baby number two. Um, we found out in December December of this past year, 2022, 2022. um, New Year's Eve weekend. So, which was a a wild thing as well, because, um, I had taken a pregnancy test four days before I was supposed to have my period and it was negative, um, which I was like, whatever, you know, but like I'd already been through it for the whole year of like, okay, I'm disappointed, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but then five days after I was supposed to get my period, I was just like, My my body's out of whack, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Ben is like, I don't know, just take a pregnancy test and see what happens. I was like, Okay, we're gonna waste a pregnancy test because it's gonna say it's negative. I already took one, it was yeah. negative.
1: Sure.
0: Um, so yeah, I took the pregnancy test and it was positive. And that was a whole slew of of emotions. Um, but I had like one good week where everything felt normal and fine. And then um, things were no- not normal and fine. And I could tell that things were not going okay. I was just really crampy. I was anxious. Um, the innocence is gone at that point. So you're thinking more of, I'm going to miss Gary hmm. than I'm thinking.
1: This is uh, going to work.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had conversations with friends and family that were like oh my gosh like you guys are gonna have a baby and like around labor day and like you're gonna be super pregnant in the summer and like good luck to you so that kind of stuff was was playing out conversationally but um in my mind i wasn't thinking that i really Mm -hmm. wasn't i was excited but i wasn't thinking like in my mind how pregnant i was gonna look i don't know
1: so you don't want to get yourself yeah
0: yeah, so it was a hard mind game from the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, so we went in at six weeks. Um, I had done some blood work before we got had gone in. And um, she said that the HCG levels were not great. So she said they were rising, but they weren't rising the, where she wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Mm-hmm. But we were able to see baby. Baby had a heartbeat. Um, The heartbeat wasn't as fast as they would have hoped it to be, so it was slower. Um, So she said, come back in a week. We'll go from there. Mm -hmm. So we went in at seven weeks. Um, Babe looked good, so we were hopeful. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything looked good. Um, Baby was growing. It was bigger. So we didn't do any other blood work after that. So, yeah. Um, so that was seven weeks. She said, come back in nine. We'll double check. We're just going to be in more frequently because we are concerned about the levels. So I went in by myself at the nine week and I knew, I knew right away, um, just being through that process. Um, and the tech didn't say anything, you know, that whole we process need to start
1: talking <laughs> to
0: say, yeah. ultrasound techs, please just talk to us.
1: <laughs> Blink <laughs> twice <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh.
0: um but yeah I knew and she just plopped down the whole box of tissues on my stomach while she's mm-hmm. still like taking pictures and she's like rubbing my leg and stuff um so she left and went and got the doc of what felt like an eternity
1: mm-hmm.
0: looked at all the pictures and she looked at me and she said I don't think I have to tell you and mm-hmm. I said yep Um, she said, I think we need to go right into a DNC just based on medication. Didn't work last time. Yeah. And this is now two in a row. I think something's going on. We need to do a genetic test if that's what you want to do, but that's what I would recommend. Um, so yeah, that was on a Monday and then, uh, they had called me the next day. So Tuesday and wanted to do my DNC the following Tuesday. So whole week.
1: Yeah. And And here comes Bennett.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I lost it. Uh Uh-huh. And so, yeah, Bennett is fantastic with that stuff and said, we ain't doing this for a whole week. Please just get us in there. Um, So my doctor came in on her day off to do the DNC on a Mm -hmm. Friday. So, yeah. So I underwent my second DNC. I think about two weeks later, they called us and said that baby was a boy. Mm-hmm. And he had triploidy, which means he had three sets of chromosomes, and we should only have two. And so he got the extra set from me, mm-hmm. um, which started a whole other grieving process. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out it was a boy that was hard. That was really mm-hmm. hard, and I don't know why.
1: But the first mm-hmm. time you like want, you wish you knew.
0: You wish you knew, yeah. yeah. But the then you know, and you're like. Greener. Yeah, it was it was hard. Um, And then it was hard knowing it came the problem is me, you know, and so that was hard, too. So, Mm. um, yeah, so then we we did some genetic stuff with the counselor that was a whole hot mess. Um, But they ultimately said that they don't think the two miscarriages are related because triploidy is so rare and so uncommon that Mm. the probability of my first miscarriage being a triploidy case probably not a thing so um yeah so that's kind of where we're at Um, so that was just in
1: january though that was it is just a couple couple weeks ago that one's raw yeah fresh yeah for you Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: just so everyone knows like I'm a year and plus out and there's some frustration on my end like we did start last May trying trying again so that if anyone's walked through infertility like trying in the mind games of that that has a little, little frustration and sadness and grief um but like a second miscarriage is I, I mean I don't know you know what I mean mm-hmm. but just for everyone's sake like mine was a year and a half ago or and yours was a year and a half ago for Camille. And then yeah. and then do you want to tell them? Yes. Yeah. So we
0: ended up naming uh, baby number two Ethan, um, which means strong and safe. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's, it's I'm fine talking about Camille and that miscarriage. Because
1: you processed. We've I've pro- about literally it. Processed, it. processed it. We have processed it.
0: In every possible way <laughs> every I have processed angle, which is why I can
1: sit here and talk about it. Yeah. Like, that can't happen. But yeah, Yeah. Ethan is fresh.
0: Ethan's fresh, and it's
1: yeah. Did get a little emotional there. Got real close to crying. (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys we're gonna make her cry on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It's a goal. It's it's goal. (laughs) That's the main goal. Um, Yeah. So one last thing before we talk about our hopefuls Mm -hmm. is how we came about hope mommies so I had someone meet with me and they brought me a hope box after my miscarriage um, which was essentially all of these resources and this ministry of ladies who get together and process their miscarriage and their loss and like honor their babies and aren't afraid to like talk about their babies and just do all these things but resources sure. books um what else do they have in that box dear. <laughs> The bra- oh, <laughs> the, the bracelets and wristbands um, and I don't know a whole there's bunch. there's
0: fantastic there's like resources a stick
1: and a candle there's lotion
0: I mean, tea
1: yes all these things that yeah. just like in the moment where you feel like you have nothing there's just all these resources and someone brought that to me and um the second that Kelsey texted or I think I saw it on Facebook that you yeah. had a miscarriage I was like whiplashed because I didn't even know you were pregnant and then obviously we had already connected in different ways so i immediately reached out to that person and said hey do you have another box um and so from that we were able to get connected with that ministry mm-hmm. um so if we reference them a lot we are hope mommies and they are great and they just do they do retreats they do like at christmas time we made ornaments for our babies just different things to bring us together mm-hmm. um, but that's why we were able to start processing as much as we did because i don't know if we would have if we didn't start going to Hope mommies. Probably not.
0: And it's, I mean, it's easier to talk out loud the more that you do it. Yeah. So I'm oh, grateful. That's a whole
1: nother thing, how sweaty and uncomfortable we were at the first I still
0: sweat. I love those women and we have been in it for over a year and I will still, I was sweating the other night at the, the monthly meetup and it's just, it is what it is. It's yeah. uncomfortable to talk about. I'm sweating right now. Yeah. It's just, I'm a sweaty person, but when I get nervous, <laughs> I'm just... i'm just sweaty so but But we'll (laughs) we'll get into that later but
1: (laughs) that's another podcast
0: (laughs) anxieties
1: (laughs) yeah anxiety yeah um but if you watched our first one um we're gonna try to end with things that we're hopeful for i think that this world is full of things that we can look down upon things that are stressing us out life is just heavy sometimes um but we're reclaiming our hope. So things that we're looking forward to, things that are bringing us joy. Um, so mine this week is I'm actually switching doctors. Um, again, another podcast topic. But I'm switching doctors, and I'm hopeful of just getting some answers. Um, and just moving forward and seeing what infertility will look like post, you know, having a doctor that listens and runs tests.
0: Imagine and that. Things.
1: So I'm hopeful yes. for my new doctor. So what are you hopeful for? I'm gonna double
0: up on your (laughs) (laughs) on on your hopeful because I'm super excited that you're switching over to Mm. different doctors because I think that will be what you want it to be. So with women supporting women, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So but also my hopeful is that I am finally getting to a place where I can trust God again um with trying to conceive so i'm not quite there but i'm getting there hopeful. and i'm hopeful that hopeful i will get means there
1: wait like it does imply yeah. a waiting factor
0: yes so because so. i wasn't i wasn't there even two weeks ago yeah i wasn't ready for that but um this podcast has made me ready so ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: All right, you ready Yep. But Thanks for listening, guys. We made mugs and we're really excited about it. So. We're, so we're just we're going to do this every time. Reclaiming hope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.